Everyone, today is October 16th, 2021, and this is a dual assessment, your podcast for Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. My name is Green Ranger. This week, very little actually going on in the game itself besides the Turbo Duel Grand Prix, which uh, personally is not one of my favorite events. It's one of the least um, engaging events. Um, I think the PvE events are a lot easier to do. PvP, you actually have to focus and try to win a game. Um, stupid as it sounds, you actually have to try to win. <laughs> um, um, so there's two new cards from that event. We'll discuss those. Uh, Tour Guide Bingo, new card there. And then like the rest of the episode will just be some um, Arc V, Arc 5 wrap-up. So going to talk about Zuzu Boyle today. Focus on her level of cards, dual skills. And it's a really nice thing because... Um, I think her archetype has been the best so far in terms of the playability towards the meta, the melodious archetype. And also, um, I'm going to talk about Yu- uh, Zuzu and Yuya's farmable cards from the gate. Some of them being um, meta cards that you should be able to get uh, for different decks. So, yeah, you can search this podcast Anywhere your podcasts, um, even on Roku, if you feel like watching it there, on the podcast-tv app. My week in the dual world, I've barely done anything. Um, I've just been doing the T- uh, Turbo Duel Grand Prix as they go. Um, in that in that thing, you have to play a, a 5Ds character so that you can activate the skills, the... Um, Turbo Duel, um, Speed Counters, and things like that. So you have to play one of those characters. And my default character is playing with the Akiza uh, Vampire deck, the level tuning deck. I think a few people can use level tuning, but I like using her. And it's a... You know, it, it's, it reminded me why I, I was playing that deck in ranked duels for quite a bit of time. Because it was so fun. Um, I forget what deck I was playing against... But they found a way to destroy my uh, vampire vamp. They got rid of her. Oh, I was playing against a Crystron deck. And then the Crystron, it was a blue-eyes Crystron deck. And then the Crystron Quadrant Gandrix banished a um, you know, vampire vamp or something. So I didn't really have an out. But then, you know, the toolboxing nature of that deck allowed me to search for you know, go for my Vampire Familiar, go for my um, Red Baron, and then like, I, I stole the Red Baron to win the game. So I, I got to relive a deck that I had a ton of fun playing, and um, still am in, in, this, in this event, at least. Um, I don't think the speed counters really do anything uh, outside of that. Um, it just adds another layer of strategy to it, sure, but... Um, Nice to play vampires again. I think in in I'm not sure if I'm even in the legend ranks with ranked duels, but I was playing the uh, gimmick puppet 21 card gimmick puppet deck. I'll get back to that uh, probably when this event ends. So this week in esports, let's first discuss um, the Millennium Cup 17 from Duel Links Lounge. First place, DV, man, Destiny, draw, Ritual, Beast. Um, Destiny, draw, never got nerfed. I think some people were complaining about that. 
in the last round of skill changes. And this deck is now running Solemn Scolding, which makes you lose 3,000 life points. Pretty much you get to negate anything. It's a very powerful counter trap. You get to negate anything. Um, this deck doesn't run a ton of back rows, so it's easier to activate so you don't really mess it up. And, um, you know, by activating those 3,000 life point lost, you can use your destiny draw the next turn. I don't really know how to play this deck, frankly. But I think everything starts with the Spiritual Beast Canahawk. And um, I guess you can work your way from there to win the game. Second place, Becero GF. This is an interesting deck. It's Tuner Level Balancer TG. So set Delta Exile got nerfed. Um, there, you have to do something with the Recipro Dragonfly. So apparently Antonomy had this skill called Tuner Level Balancer. Increase or decrease the level of one TG tuner you control by two until the end of the turn. The skill can be used once per turn. If you use the skill to increase, decrease the level of a monster other than a synchro monster, you cannot use the skill for the rest of the duel. You cannot special summon any monsters from your extra deck except for synchro monsters. So the whole goal of this skill is to modify the level of a synchro tuner. And you know, this deck does run them. They have Coral Dragon, they have... TG Star Guardian. So Coral Dragon will go to 8. TG Star Guardian will go to 7. And that kind of could help you ramp up into your Assault Blackwing. This deck um, has a lot of the usual suspects. The TG Screw Serpent. The TG Booster Wrapper. The Miscellanosaurus. The Raid in Hand of Light Sworn. The Dinosaur Package. Fossil Dig. Survival's End. Paleozoics. Uh, Charge of Light Brigade, Phoenix Chain. And it's got like these resurrection cards. Powerful Rebirth being one. Powerful Rebirth, of course, you know that it changes a level 4 into a level 5, level 1 to level 2. And then Oasis of Dragon Souls. This is from the new box and it lets you special summon anything, turning them to worm monsters. So, yeah, it's an interesting deck. Top 4, Duelosaurus, Songstress to Maestra, Melodious. There's a little bit of um, experimentation here. Usually you see the Necro Fusion build. This is a D Fusion build. So the Monster Core is pretty much the same. You've got 3 copies of Score, the Melodious Diva. 3 copies of Soprano, the Melodious Songstress. 1 copy of Mozarta, the Melodious Maestra. 2 copies of Sonata, the Melodious Diva. One copy of Chopina, the Melodious Maestra, Ostinato, three Mystical Space Typhoon, Defusion, three First Movement Solo, two Treacherous Trap Holes. And top four Bixie, Songstress to Maestra, Melodious. This is the more typical build. You run copies of Necrofusion, which you can uh, special summon. You can fuse the monsters in their graveyard, you banish them. Uh, Melodious. Notably, um, don't reuse the monsters, I think, that you get from the graveyard. Some cards do recycle, but they're not really like a graveyard deck. Um, Asinato, of course, does it, but um, the monsters themselves don't really recycle from the graveyard. Except for Chopina does... I think she's the only one, yeah. Alright, let's move on to Duelings Meta Weekly 197. 
First place, Norentino, tie that binds Harpies. Um, what to say here? I guess Harpies, the hallmark of them is running continuous trap cards. So that's why Hysteric Party is here. That's why Phoenix Chain is here. And you run one copy of Treacherous Trap Hole. Um, I guess if you're running no copies of Treacherous Trap Hole, um, you don't need um, you don't need the continuous traps because it's just to complement that card. Um, and with one copy of Elegant Egotist, it must be known that you should just run one regular Harpy. So this deck runs uh, one copy of Cyber Harpy. Um, you don't have to run the other Harpy monsters that don't have any other abilities. If you only have one Elegant Egotist. Second place, Ryu Zane, Territory of the Sharks, Water XZs. This deck's losing a little bit of steam, and it's pretty much the same deck. Um, it's a Deep Sea Diva, 2 Buzzsaw Shark, and Atlantean build. This deck runs Hammer Shot, which you don't see a ton. Second place, uh, top four, sorry, Alrami. Territory of Sharks, Water XZs, same deck. Um, this is the Necro Valley version, which I personally ran myself. I think the difference is I ran Gishki Chain and didn't have I didn't have Buzzsaw Shark. I think that was the difference. And top four Siljo one two three Destiny Draw Ritual Beast. Yep. Um They always have a way to lose life points. This way uses Herald of the Abyss. Um they still have to use it, lose another five hundred life points though. So the Duelist meta power rankings, there's a lot of changes. Um, not a ton, but there's some changes. Harpies, losing a little bit at 26.2, but they're the sole tier 1 deck. Tier 2, Water XZs, down to 11.5. Melodious, the hot stock, going up at 8.9. Gaia, down to 7.5. Tier 3, you have a whole mess of things ready to go in and out. Yosenju at 6.4. Blue Eyes at 6.3. Magnet Warriors at 5.2, Thunder Dragons at 4.7, Luna Light at 4.4. I guess um, I fully expect Melodious to keep going, um, either to like high tier two status, tier one, low tier one ish. Uh, Blue Eyes, Magnet Warriors. I, I don't really know about those decks. They just um, they're just good enough for the power level now, but I don't think um, they're going to really be anything. Uh, once some new cards are released and once the meta is more settled. Harpies will, of course, stick around. Osenju is, is a deck that I would keep my eye on pretty closely as well. Alright, let's talk about the Turbo Duel Grand Prix. Nothing new has gone on here. Um, you know, they, ch they, cha they changed it through time. This is like, we've had this event a million times. And... They used to give us like different vehicles and stuff, but I guess they've run the course of that and they went through everything, so there's nothing really left to do. Um, all it is is we have two new cards here. Um, get to it. First is Dark Strike Fighter, Dark Level 7, Machine Synchro, Generic Requirements, 2600 Attack, 1800 Defense. During your main phase 1, you contribute one monster. Inflict damage to your opponent equal to the attributed monster's level on the field times 100. You can use this effect once per turn. This is 
a pretty strong card in the in the TCG format because it's a burn card. And twelve hundred, I mean two hundred, um, two hundred level per level. So if you tribute like a level seven, that'll be like fourteen hundred. Um, here it's just seven hundred, which um, isn't very good. Um, Dark Strike. Wait, hold up. I think they got the math wrong. I think Dark Strike Fighter would have been four hundred. Let me just quickly check that. Alright, 200. Alright, so it's just 100. Not that good. Even worse than I thought. Because um, I was thinking it was 200, and um, you tribute a level 7, that'll be 1400. This guy attacks directly, that's an OTK. This is. This is pretty bad. If it's just 100. Let me... Ah, this is so... This is so infuriating. Let me turn on the game. Because... <laughs> you know, the sources you check... I don't know sometimes. But I, I have the game open, so I'm checking out the card lottery... Lottery reward list. 100. Alright, this card sucks. Um, not much more to say than that, I guess. I guess you can make use of tributing stuff. Um, yeah, this card's, this card's not very good if it's not 200. Yeah, that, that, that was quite a buzzkill. Other card is Absurd Stealer, SR... Wind level 1 machine, 100 attack, 0 defense. When this card's normal summoned, target 1 level 4 lower attack position monster your opponent controls. Its attack becomes half of its current attack. If you do, this card's attack becomes equal to the defense of that monster until the end of this turn. Very unique card, if anything. If this is never going to see any play, it's very unique. Normal summon, target their monster... You kind of do a Ryoku on them. You Ryoku, you cut down their attack by half. And then this one gains defense, though. It's kind of strange. Um, typically in Duel Links, you have monsters with stronger attack than defense. Um, you can kind of see it with the cards you have in this set. Um, and, yeah. Not very good, but it's more like a fun situational combo Type card. All right, I guess. Man, that that was really a buzzkill. That the fact that the fact that it's not two hundred burn instead of one hundred burn, very upsetting. Because I wrote it all like, oh, you can make it a level. You could tribute a level seven, and you could pop them to win the game. But no. And it's, it's also uh, the Dark Strike Fighter is also a level seven synchro, which makes it further down the the pecking line. All right, with Torgat Bingo, we get a new um, XCs monster called Fairy King Albverditch. This is a Earth Plant Rank Four XCs, twenty three hundred attack, fourteen hundred defense. Once per turn, you can detach an XCs material from this card. All non Earth monsters you currently 
currently on the field lose 500 attack and defense. So you could debuff a bunch of things, I guess. It's better as a board debuff. Kind of remember the Metaphys... Um, there's like a Metaphys uh, spell card that did this. Um, kind of debuffed everyone by 500. Uh, this isn't very useful, though, because... Utopia Ray, a C39 Utopia Ray is uh, is pretty much just superior. That one will kind of do like an OTK effect, whereas this one is a gradual, uh, gradual um, attrition on the monsters, although it affects everyone. So I guess you can kind of clear a board with this, but the Utopia Ray is just more direct. Let's just end the game on one monster right now. Um, this is a rank four as well. Make, making it a bit tough to outclass other rank 4 XC's monsters. There is a shot this gets played in a deck though, and that's the Black Dragon deck. The Black Dragon deck runs a lot of level 4 Earth monsters. So that is a way that you can use this card. Um, but, but again, like being a rank 4 XC's is tough. You have to compete with Malevolence and you have to compete with Steel Swarm Road. You have to compete with Abyss uh, Dweller and things and Utopia cards, of course. So, um, if there's a shot, this card gets a shot in the Block Dragon deck. Alright. So, the rest of this episode, we're going to catch up on Arc V. And there's so much to catch up on, you know, like, even after today, there's still Gong Strong and Silvio Salvatore, and we might get um, D Clan soon, so. Um, let's just get to where we are. So, Zuzu boils the topic of the day. Um, my impressions of her, she's the, um, daughter of the school they go to, which is a kind of a lame school that they get made fun of, the dual tank school. Um, cute character, her, her hair has those two things, which kind of like, um, I'm not sure if it's like Princess leia but, uh, interesting look. Cute character, kind of like Yuya's uh, show wife, if you will, like her wor- his work wife at, at school. Um, they go through the highs and lows, and uh, that's all I can tell about her. But let's go through her level cards and then her dual skills. Alright, so first card is Rise Bell the Summoner, Wind Level 3, Psychic Normal Pendulum, 800 attack, 800 defense. A pendulum scale of 2. Pendulum effect once per turn, you can target a face-up monster on the field. Increase the level by 1, even if this is on the field. Alright. So this is a storyline card. There's like three Rise Bell cards, and this is kind of like the first one before he got corrupted. Um, so it's a cute storyline card. Um, basic Pendulum scale of 2. No monster effect. You could raise the monsters by the level by one, which is kind of making making it useful for certain XZ's decks. You know, you could turn a three into a four, for example. But you know, personally, I don't think that normal pendulum monsters are too useful. The full cult cannon might be okay, I think, for some decks. But this card, you know, it's just a pendulum scale of two. Maybe if you're running some kind of psychic deck, um, you got psychokinesis, some other types of cards that have some synergy. I don't know. It's a, it's a bit of a long shot though. 
but the level modulating modulating effect is definitely interesting. Something um, you should think about if this is the only card that does that. She also gives Rise Spell the Star Adjuster, which is a card we already have. Um, I'm not going to go over it. Usually, this card was given during like pick a gift events, um, things like that, and um, it's a little bit of a letdown when you get a card that's um, a repeat. Um, but I guess it's for new players. That's a way for them to give new players um, old cards. But for the old players, it's like I I already have a prismatic version of, of Rise Bell the Star Adjuster. I'm pretty sure I do have a prismatic version because he just looks really cool. Alright, next new card Zuzu Boyle gives you is Rain Bozu. It's a level 8. Level 7, sorry. Light Fairy Pendulum. Pendulum scale of 8, zero, 0, Once per turn, you can target one face-up monster you control. It gains attack equal to the difference between the number of cards in the extra decks times 100 until the end of this turn. The monster effect gains attack during your turn only, and it gains defense during your opponent's turn early. Each equal to the difference between the number of cards in the extra deck times 200. If this card attacks, it's changed to defense at the end of the battle phase. If this card in the monster zone is destroyed, place in your pendulum zone. Really weird niche card. Um, pendulum scale of 8. So you pretty much always want to put this in the pendulum scale. 2 tribute, zero, 0, So not exactly 0. It's more of like a question mark. Um, but, but this whole card revolves around difference in cards in the extra deck. So most, almost everyone will begin a game with seven, you know, some returning players will have six, sure, but it's not going to amount to much. Now, if someone uses the extra deck a ton, this card can gain power. But ultimately, this card is afflicted by dual links having fewer cards in the extra deck. I believe the TCG's ten, so... This card would be able to give someone like a thousand point buff. But with dual links, the max is 700. So the pendulum effect will be 700. And then even the um, the monster effect, it's only have 1200 attack, 1200 defense. So Rainbowzu is just way too um, situational to be useful. Um, not a very good card. It sucks that the monster effect and the pendulum effect are pretty much the same thing. Alright, so basically Zuzu Boyle's cards are pretty bad until you get to level 30, that is. And you get a core Melodious card called Ostinato. What 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 is Ostinato? Because I'm not I'm not good at music. I like listening to music, but I'm not good at it. Ostinato. It's a motif or phrase that repeats in the same musical voice, frequently in the same pitch. Okay, um, if only I knew what that meant, but sure. It's a normal spell card. If you control no monsters, fusion summon one melodious fusion monster from your extra deck using two monsters from your hand and or deck as fusion material. That's the key right there. During the end phase of this turn, destroy the monster fusion summoned by this effect. If you do, all the fusion materials that were used for its fusion summon are in your graveyard. You can special summon them. Nice card. 
this card fuses from the deck, which is one of the best abilities. Um, you know, if this card was a three of like a Melodius would be like tier zero, I think. But anyhow, uh, we're locked to this just one card. Fuse from the deck, super strong. The fuse monster is destroyed uh, by the effect, but you want to put in put on the super sticky Bloom Diva, the Melodious Choir, who won't be destroyed by card effects, so it won't, she won't be destroyed by Ostinato. They're pretty much just um, summoning Bloom Diva this card. You can summon Schuberta if you want, and then you get she gets destroyed, and her the the fusion materials come back onto the board. So that's a nice recovery those cards yeah this this card's just like the strongest card we're getting in arc v so far i think and this is why um you're leveling up your characters you should um do zuzu boil first and with the exp buffs that we have right now uh it's easy to do so ostinato is definitely a very key card all right let's get to her um Dual skills. And these will go in alphabetical order. First skill, draw reserves. Can be used at the beginning of the main phase of your first turn. Return three cards from your hand to your deck. You can return... You can't... Sorry, you can draw three cards during your next draw phase. Um, I don't see the point in this skill. This is like a, a slow reload. So, you don't even get the cards back that turn. You defer three cards... Pretty much useless. Just run reload if you want like a better effect. Dual recital. The attack of all melodious monsters on your field is increased by 100 for each melodious monster on your field. This is not that bad. Um, it's a passive tie that binds just for the melodious archetype. Not that bad. It's better than tie that binds because tie that binds doesn't activate on your turn. I mean, it doesn't activate on your opponent's turn. And you have to activate it so you can forget to activate Tyler Binds. This is better if um, from Songstress to Maestro gets nerfed or something. And because Melodious is a fairly aggressive archetype. like They could swarm the board really good. They make their monsters really powerful. It's It fits the archetype well. But notably it doesn't work for it doesn't. It doesn't not work. It makes Bloom Diva less good because Bloom Diva, you kind of want a higher difference in attack from the monsters. All right, from Songstress to Maestro, this is the meta skill. Send one face-up monster you control whose original name includes Melodius to your graveyard. Then play one Melodius Maestro from your deck or graveyard to your field, whose original level is higher than that of the monster sent to the graveyard. The skill can be used once. Can be used if you begin a duel that begins a deck or extra deck that contains no monsters other than Melodious. Can be used once per duel. So the the way you build the deck is you have two cards. Mozarta, the Melodious Maestra, or Chopina, the Melodious Maestra. You get a regular you know, level 4 Melodious on the board. You swap her out with one of those two cards. So it's like a two-way toolbox. You can kind of figure out which one you want. Or you could resurrect Schubert or the Melodious Molester if you want, but I think the better play is to pick out one of those um, level 6 or level 7 monsters from the deck. Fusioning Maestra. 
At the beginning of the duel, add one soprano, the, the melodious mala, uh, songstress, and one crystal rose to your deck. Then add one bloom diva, the melodious choir, to your extra deck. In addition, the following effect can be used if you have crystal rose on, on your field. Return all your banished fusion monsters to your extra deck. This skill can be used once per duel. This is a free-to-play skill. You get a free soprano and a bloom diva. Soprano is like an SR, so it's understandable if you don't have a ton of her. Um, they also give you a crystal rose, which doesn't was kind of extra. We'll go over it later. Pendulum extra reset. Return all face-up pendulum monsters in your extra deck to your deck. Change all face-up fusion, synchro, and Xyz pendulum monsters in your extra deck face down. The skill can be used once per duel. I really don't get the benefit of this skill at all. Like, you turn the face-up ones face down, which I think is a negative, because if they're face-up in the extra deck, you can summon as many of them as you want. Um, I guess you can set up some big play from your hand. Like, you could pendulum summon more stuff from the hand, but it doesn't seem like a very good skill, in my opinion. Pendulum Recovery. Increase the life points. Increase your life points by 500... I can't read it all today, sorry. Increase your life points by times 500, the number of pendulum summoned monsters you... Wait, what? This sentence is just weird. Increase your life points by 500 for the number of pendulum summoned monsters during the turn. The skill can be used once per duel. Gosh. You could do three pendulum summons in a turn. This will be 1500 life point gain. Life point gain skills don't seem too useful. Um, yeah, it's not very useful. Unless you're playing um, Resonators. Resonating Diva. Return one, f- one card in your hand to your deck and play one face of Fortissimo from outside your deck. The skill can be used if you begin a duel of a deck or extra deck that contains no monsters other than Melodious. It can be used once per duel. So you get free Fortissimo. Not the worst skill. Um... Fortissimo can let you fusion summon stuff. Don't forget that. It's a 800 buff per turn. This is a, this is another decent skill you can use if the Melodious uh, Songster's Tomaestra gets nerfed. And Slow Tempo can be used on the turn if you took battle damage on the previous turn. The first monster summoned by your opponent cannot attack during your opponent's next turn. The skill can be used once per duel. Interesting skill. You could kind of like lock down your opponent and they can't figure out why their monster can't attack. Um, this could give them a dead turn. Like if they just put one monster on the board, attacks, they have a dead turn. The problem is that usually the first summoned monster is used as like XCs, used as synchro. It's used for something, not really, not really staying on the board, right? So... That's the part that hurts the most about this skill. Is like it, has, it restricts you to the first monster. Alright, so let's get to the gate cards of Zuzu Boyle and Yuya Sakaki. Um, I know Yuya's first, but I kind of skipped him last week. So I'm just going to start with Zuzu Boyle because I already talked to her, um, her stuff this week. Just now, so three cards each. They all have like repeated cards in the gate, which is fine. Alright. So 
Oh yeah, just as just as a primer for any beginner, farmable cards you try to go in the gate with like a farm deck. So you could look these up online, but they're ways to maximize the dual assessment you get uh during a duel. So you could try to just like stall them until the last turn you hit them for like ten thousand and that's really the whole goal of it. Score the Melodious Diva as a light level 2 fairy, 200 attack, 200 defense. During damage calculation in either player's turn, if a Melodious Monster you control battles an opponent's monster, you can send this card from your hand to the graveyard, change that opponent's monster's attack and defense to 0 until the end of this turn. This card is a, a 3 of... Typically, two or two of or three of, and it's a hand trap, which is interesting. Um, basically, whenever you're in Melodious Battles, you turn them into zero attack, zero defense. Very interesting. Um, yeah, like, the, the archetype can run, like, Schuberta... And the other, uh, the other melodious fusion card that can attack twice in a turn, it's really like an OTK. It's pretty strong, and with it coming from the hand, you you might think that people would run the card, um, the something. There's a counter trap that you run to prevent cards from the hand from working. Debunk. I think if Melodious becomes like a tier 1 deck, which it could be, people will start running Debunk a lot because to counter score the Melodious Diva. Um, I mean, it doesn't really affect Bloom Diva because Bloom Diva um, only, only uh, has a thousand attack. Um, because Bloom Diva wants like a bigger difference in attack. So it's kind of a waste for Bloom Diva. She's going to destroy the card anyways with her effect. But this is really good for Schuberta, I think. Because Schuberta is at least like 2800, I think. 2400 to 2800. This is a core card for the deck. And um, the other Melodious cards are, are a bit smaller. They're level 4 monsters, so it can help them win battles against bigger monsters too. So definitely a good counterplay. Um and there's no way to really counter this besides having debunk. Alright, next card is Metronome. Interesting card. Um <laughs> SR Earth level four fairy pendulum eighteen hundred attack sixteen hundred defense pendulum scale four once per turn, you can target one other card in a Pendulum Zone. This card's Pendulum Scale becomes equal to that card until the end of this turn. Monster Effect. While you have two cards in your Pendulum Zones with the same Pendulum Scale, this card gains attack and defense equal to the Pendulum Scale times 100, and can attack your opponent directly. If this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent by direct attack, destroy all cards in the Pendulum Zones. Interesting, because... This card matches the other card's Pendulum scale, which means you can't even Pendulum Summon, because if the two scales are the same, you can't Pendulum Summon. So this card locks out your Pendulum Zone, and then you have to have this monster on the board, like a separate one, I guess. Um, it's going to become 400 extra attack, so 2200 attack 
direct attacker. And then after attacks, you destroy your opponent's... You destroy all cards in the pendulum zone. So your own cards, too. Weird card. Um, like, you don't really want to lock out your own pendulum zones. Like, you don't want to have the same scales. And this card just does that. That's the whole deal of the metronome. Weird card. And Crystal Rose. The aforementioned Crystal Rose. Light level 2 rock 500-500. Once per turn, you can send a Gem Knight or a Melodious Monster from your hand or deck to the graveyard, which is a strong ability. If you do, this card's name becomes that sent monster's name until the end, end phase. If this is in the graveyard, you can banish a Fusion Monster from your graveyard, special summons from the graveyard and defense. This is a weird card. It's kind of like um, it works with Gem Knight and Melodious, which, you know, the two archetypes don't have any synergy together. Um... The deck disposal ability is strong, but Melodious don't really take advantage of, of such graveyard effects, so it doesn't really have an effect for them. Maybe it could be something for Gem Knights. I don't really know. Alright, let's talk about Yuya Sakaki's three cards. First is Odd Eyes Lancer Dragon. This is his UR Light Dragon, 3000 attack, 2000 defense, 8 stars. If a Pendulum monster you control is destroyed by a battle or card effect, you can tribute one monster, special summon this from the hand. If this card attacks, your opponent cannot activate any spells or traps until the end of the damage step. If an Odd Eyes card you control will be destroyed by battle or card effect, you can destroy an Odd Eyes card in your hand, monster zone, or Pendulum zone instead. This is a pretty strong card, um, and it's a hand trap because it comes out from the hand when a Pendulum Monster is destroyed. So this could be something to consider when Pendulums become meta. Right now, Pendulums are not meta at all, so we don't expect to see his card played at all right now. The kicker, which is the big downside, is you have to tribute another monster. So you have to have two monsters on the board. They destroy one. You tribute it for this guy. Um, it's pretty strong, though, when it comes on the board. They can't activate spells or traps. Um... And you can protect this card with other Odd Eyes cards in your hand, too. So, pretty strong monster once it comes on the board. We'll see if it comes any play if Pendulums become meta. It should become meta at some point. Doomstar Magician. This is a dark level 4 spellcaster, 1800-300 defense. Once per turn, you can discard one card, then target one card in either Pendulum Zone. Destroy that card. If you do, draw one card. Pretty useful. You could triple dip with this card. So you discard one card. Destroy a card in the pendulum zone in either side, which could be yours. You benefit from the discard. Let's say the card you discard had a discard effect. And you could draw a card. This could be good. I think this will work for certain decks that benefit from discarding. Of course, this is contingent when pendulums get meta. So... Yuya's cards so far are basically if pendulums when pendulums get meta will this card be good? And this one could have the potential for a triple dip. Last card, Performa Pal Cheer Mole. Earth level 2 Beast Pendulum 600 attack, 1000 defense Pendulum scale 5 All pendulum monsters you control gain 300 attack as a pendulum effect. Monster effect. You can target one monster whose current attack is different from the original attack. Apply the appropriate effect. If the monster's current attack is higher than its original, it gains a hundred, a thousand attacks. Sorry. 
If that monster's current attack is lower than its original attack, it loses 1,000. Pendulum scale isn't great. Five. So it might be like you go one to five, you special summon a lot of small stuff, or you go five to eight and you special summon some big stuff. The pendulum effect is very mediocre. 300 attack for all pendulum monsters, sure. The other effect's a little better, the buff debuff. I think you would go for the buff. Um, 1,000 extra attack for a buffed monster. The debuff is contingent on a monster getting debuffed. So, if there's some synergy for Performa Palace to lower enemy monster attack, sure, but very um, contingent on that. That's it. That's that's the cards for Zuzu and Yuya. Of course, Yuya seems like the... Um, I'm sorry. Zuzu seems like the priority in terms of leveling and, of course, getting her farmable cards like Scorlum Lotus Diva. And Yuya is a bit more contingent on Pendulum meta. Alright, I can barely talk anymore, so that is it for the episode. Upcoming news... Duke Devlin is retired to the gate. We get to obtain a new character. It's probably the clan. Um, late October, Mission Circuit, Bis- Big Tusk Mammoth. Late October, Tag Duel Tournament. And Late October, Duel Quest, SR Card Equip Shot. That's it for the episode. Thanks for listening. Listen and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. You can check out the podcast and more at the website, thedualassessment.wordpress.com. Email me with anything at the dual assessment at gmail.com or you can find me at Twitter at dual underscore assessment or my own Twitter account at Green Ranger CCG. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next time.